Hello, traveler. Please, have a seat while I tell you the tale of the Prismatic Guard. Starring Abby O'Neill as the combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist Flint Therai. Jason Hobbs as the old veteran Rovarth Murax, a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron. Jerry Evans as an affable historian, the halfling bard Roscoe Sootfoot. And Ashley McLean as the carefree but determined Otterfolk Samurai, Margot, hosted by Eli Royal. Join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war that changed everything. Hello, you're listening to We Play RPGs. I'm your host, Eli, joined by... Hi, I'm Abby. I play Flint Thry. I'm Jason, and I play Rovarth Mirax. I'm Jerry, and I play Roscoe Suitfoot. I'm Ashley, and I play Margot. And this episode is brought to you by the pork fried rice that's stuck in my throat, making me cough. <coughs> Sounds delicious. <coughs> and uh, when we last left off, you guys had just finished dealing with an assassin, or a pair of assassins, uh, that had broken into your home. And yes. Rovarth slept the entire time. <laughs> Rovarth got Shit. some good rest. <laughs> We should probably go wake up Rovarth, see if he's, you know, alive. I agree, good sir. I will go take care of it. Okay, I'm going to follow you up, because... <clears throat> yeah, safety in numbers. <clears throat> Fair enough. Alright, we go up. I'm assuming I see the other assassin. The one that was burned to death? Yes. Yes. I'm assuming that's your handiwork, Flint. Yeah, I should... You know, I should probably put him out. I'm going to go grab a bucket. Okay, while she's putting him out, I'm going to go take care of the... Him take, take, puts him out, I'm going to go take care of Rovarf. That sounds way more violent than I meant it to. I'm going to go wake up Rovarf. Oh, you just oh, slap him. Open the door at knocking, gent politely. Rovarf, you okay in there? Uh, what? Yeah. Rovarf, uh, we, we were under attack. I had an assassin in my room. Wait, what? Yes, they tried to stab me twice. They were quite bad at it. Um, and we got and Flint took care of one downstairs. They're slightly still on fire. It's not downstairs. <laughs> it's right next to you. Sorry, I'm 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 having I'm exhausted. I've just been attacked. It's right next to me. Perception's all wacky. Uh -huh. I'm and you just see Flint walk pat past. Roscoe behind him and carrying a bucket of water, and you just hear fire going out afterwards. That'll take a few you... minutes before Flint gets a bucket ready. I, Rovarf, I suggest you might want to come out here. We might need to discuss a few things. All right, and I, I throw on a pair of pants and walk <laughs> out. Um, I know, I know they're burnt and dead, but can I just... Can I just do a perception just to look over them, just to see a see if I can find anything, and b just check them out in general, like how well you mean an investigation? To... Investigation, yes. Mm-hmm. Nineteen. <clears throat> All right. You don't find anything of note. Um, this person doesn't even have any coins. And they only have five sh five bolts for their uh, hand crossbow. Hmm. Five. They only have five bolts. Hmm. Which, which, which could mean they were very confident in how well how well they were going to get the job done if they didn't need extra ammo. Didn't work out for them if that's true. Uh, make an intelligence check for me. Let's see how this goes. Six. Okay. Continue. Thank you. <laughs> Rovarf. Yeah? I don't want to... By the way, I'm not basing this on my intelligence role. I'm basing this on my character. Rovarf, um... I don't want to jump to conclusions, but, you know, you and me find out there's a person out there that you can ask to hire killers from, and we find out that information, and we almost get ourselves killed. 
You're thinking maybe. Uh, I'm thinking we might. I'm thinking we might be. Someone doesn't like how close we're stepping. Well, then they will uh, learn why it's not a good idea to threaten me and my friends. Has Flint returned with the bucket yet? Uh-huh. Yeah. I also feel a little wait, insulted. But, wait. but wasn't wasn't Flint jumps as well previously? I mean, they who we were jumped by was clearly not as you know well thought well organized as this guy. Flint hmm. uh, Fort Humble just hired you know your everyday goons. I say this as I pour the bucket of water <laughs> onto this onto the crispy corpse. Hmm. Well, any case, um, <clears throat> Eli, I'm, I know, I know it's night, but like, is there? Do we have any way to tell like how late in the night is it is? You guys have a clock. Like, I mean, do, like, Roscoe probably has a pocket watch. Pocket watch, like, like time. If I look at my pocket watch, what time is it? Close to what our usual wake up time would be. Uh, it's still several hours. All right. I suggest. I still think some. I still think some proper rest is in order, but but all four of us cannot be asleep. I got to heal. What if I slept the whole time? I vote that he stays awake. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, so Roscoe, you're suggesting sleep in shifts like we do when we're traveling. Well, I mean, it's just anyone who still wants to get some rest, do so. Anyone who feels up to taking watch until we get okay, some more first watch. light. We get some Gladly. more light. Okay. Okay, I'll <laughs> take the second watch. All right. Uh, you guys can just heal yourselves up. Okay. Okay. How do I do that? So just like when you were uh, getting rid of hit points, you just add uh-huh. them in. Okay. Um, But for the sake of the story, nothing else happens the rest of the night. I mean, I assume you guys do something with the corpse before it starts to smell. Yeah. Um, Also, what is what exactly are you guys going to do? You know, Um, about the body. Actually... So we burn it in the forge in the backyard? Or is that going to smell too bad? It'll smell awful. Why don't we go to the guards and let them know that we were almost assassinated? That's what I was about to say. Rovar, I'm pretty sure if we we let people know there was a break-in and we were almost murdered and we defended ourselves, we will be... It will be understood, and they will take care of the body for us. Because it is our house, yeah. That's why everybody should have a hand crossbow. What are you doing in here no just kidding <laughs> get out of here alexi jones <laughs> oh, so that's what, i think that's what i think we will go we will go to the proper authorities because we were our homes were broke just broken into and tried to kill us <laughs> all right okay so if you guys want to do that Link's gonna you know walk around and check to see if like you know he can spot where they came in all right park, uh flint make an investigation check Okie doke, I can do that. And about an hour later, uh, is it Roscoe and Rovarth who go to get the guards? Yes. Yes. Blink of a 16. Can Margo help with that? Uh, you can roll an investigation check if you want. Okay. Let's see here. It's probably going to be bad, but we'll see. You, you got a seven. You got a seven. Um, mm. Neither one of you are able to find where they came in. <clears throat> it might just be because it's late. Maybe if you check again in the morning. Yeah, this is a good point. Uh, but about an hour later, whoever it was that got the guards. <coughs> uh, <laughs> whoever got the guards uh, comes back with the guards. And I mean, there's plenty of evidence here. You guys clearly defended yourselves. 
Um, and they, they get the body taken away. Okay. Good. Well, that solves the body issue, which I don't say every day. Um, they, they do take everybody's statement. So if someone is going to lie about, like, why would this person be attacking you or anything like that, now would be the time to roll deception. Or I guess in Margot's case, just being belligerent. <laughs> um, do I need to roll? Well, that depends. Are you just going to refuse to answer questions? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't have to answer questions when we're clearly defending ourselves. Well, because they need information to try and figure out, you know, motives. More... I mean, true. To pinpoint right. who sent these guys. I mean. Okay. All right. So if everybody's will... going to tell the truth, or at least most of the truth about what's been going on, uh, then you're fine. I'll say I'll tell I'll tell a skeleton version of truth, but I'm not going to exactly explain that we just found information about someone who you know deals in assassins. <laughs> You're just going to be like, listen, man, we're accomplished adventurers. We make a we make enemies. It's just how it happens. Yeah, we make enemies, and these enemies were just they were good enough to figure out where we live and try to kill us. They were bad enough to they were bad enough to actually not be able to kill us. In fact, I was asleep. <clears throat> All right. I slept the whole time. <laughs> I have no idea what happened. I woke up to this carnage. Marco will a a answer very pointed questions, but not give extra information. I mean, pretty much the same. Like, Flint will probably say, Flint will just say, Dude, I'm a tiefling. People, people don't take offense to me in general. Which is, you know the truth. You just, uh, Flint just rambles on for like 15 minutes and finally the guy goes, okay, uh, I have enough, thank you. <laughs> I mean, pretty much he's a nervous babbler. Like myself. A wow, nervous babbling good. brook. I just imagine Margot sitting there with her arms crossed looking very just like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> You're looking very antagonistic, but at the same time it's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> You're like an angry teddy bear. Oh, God. Um, all right. Well, uh, was there anything specific you folks wanted to do in the morning? I mean, I want to investigate again to see if I can't find out where these people came from. Okay. Like, where in the house they entered. Margo, you want to help me? Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Let's do it. All right, let's do an investigation again. Um, uh, so... Before anybody rolls anything. Okay. If okay. Margot is helping Flint, then Flint rolls with advantage. Okay. Okay. Sweet. Do I need to All roll right. two then? No. Okay, cool. In much older systems, you would roll and like add a bonus or something, but the new 5th edition kind of did away with all that clunkiness. Okay. What'd you get, that Flint? I was an 11. God dang, I was better at this last night. I mean, you can't tell exactly, but you just sort of assume that uh, that they picked a lock. Great. So, I mean, more deadbolts. More deadbolts. Or they rather... More slide locks. More slide locks. More, more boarded sure, windows. Making sure all the window windows that are broken are boarded. Oh god, we're losing so much money on windows. This is gonna be so such a pain in the butt to repair. Alright. Uh anything else? <clears throat> um, let me I don't think so. Um I know the. Is there any way. No. Too many hours. There's no way I'm going to be able to figure out where they went. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm done. All right. Well, over the next few days, uh, you guys find out that uh, Bartran uh, was released 
there's good news. Uh, there were enough uh, enough of the witness witnesses either changed their testimony or came forward. Um, Lord Carn Carn Morgan was uh, not indicted because he was found dead the next day. Uh, oh, seemingly a heart attack. Fuck. Oh, man. What that was not st- in character. <laughs> what have we stumbled into? I don't know, good sir, but... It's like, as I'm reading the newspaper. With... <laughs> okay, actually, if you're reading the newspaper, can, that be just, can we have that be the way I find out? Is him reading the newspaper and telling me? Yeah. Okay. Rovarf, what, what is it, good <coughs> sir? Um, well, Lord Morgan just turned up dead of a heart attack, supposedly, but I, I, I'm not sure how much I trust that. He's dead? Yes, he's dead. Someone. I'm not saying, obviously, I can't say for sure, good sir, but I'm assuming someone did not like the fact that he gave us information about his business dealings with certain people. Well, how'd they even find out? We didn't tell anyone, did we? Uh, there is a knocking on your door. Alright. Guess I'll go and answer the door. Rovarf, be on your guard just in case. Oh, I'm always on my guard and summon my armor. Alright, uh, you open the door and there's just a kid there. Was, uh... Are you Rovarth? Yeah. Here's a letter. Okay, I'll take the letter. <clears throat> and I'll give him, give him however much money's appropriate. Like a copper. Okay. He nods at you and starts walking away. And I will close the door and open the letter. It's, uh... Dear Mr. Mirax and Mr. Suitfoot, You have killed one of my men, and thus I believe you are currently more trouble than it is worth to kill you. Stay out of our business, and we will stay out of yours. Sincerely, Damini Tola. Well, Roscoe, it seems to me he didn't like our uh, meddling in her affairs that much. <laughs> and I'll show him the letter. Yeah, well, well, the good news, the good news, good sir, is she seems to not want to in- instigate this any further. I... I, never, I did not want to see Morgan dead. I wanted to see Morgan face justice. Agreed. But our original charter was defined was the our original charter was justice for Barton, and we have succeeded in that. <laughs> However, Bartran, I corrected myself. You got it. I, I looked at my notes and corrected myself. For the record, I have been written down as guy who didn't do it. Uh, <laughs> Oh man, that's great. But um factual and to the point. But while staying out of the affairs might be the best idea, there's still Roscoe Bob's head. There's still someone there's still a murderer out there. And there's Yeah. I'll have to think on this. But Bartrand's Bartrand's released. So I think I should go. So at the very least, we can take solace and we succeeded in that. I, I suppose so. I'm not saying we have to be happy about the entire situation, Rovarf. I want to find. I would like to bring the killer to justice as well. But sometimes we got to. Sometimes we got to be happy with the victories we achieved while we still work on the victories we haven't. Hold on a moment. Has Flint told me about his? investigation of the arsenic guy oh yeah you would have heard a grump grumble about it okay can i make a medicine check to see what arsenic does to you sure wait i think i think wait. i might have just had an epiphany as a player wait it was cyanide that we we're or having cyanide with. yeah cyanide. whatever the poison happens to be cyanide um i have i have a thought over might be moron i have a thought 12 <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, make a medicine check. Well, I, I got a, I got a twelve on my medicine check. Uh, you don't know what cyanide poisoning looks like. Okay. Well, then never mind. <coughs> I mean, you can't ask Flint. I mean, I of course I'm gonna ask Flint eventually. Yeah, it's a. Sure, I ask Flint. Yeah, he's at the dining room table, just kind of like muttering and putting something into a jar. So you're vaguely alarmed when you're doing this. Yeah, a little bit. You told him, you told him not to do that at the dinner table, but he has apparently, you know, ignored it. Flint, um. Well, for sure, stop doing that. Okay, um, I'm almost done anyway. What do you want? What does cyanide do to people? I mean, frothing at the mouth. Would it look like a heart attack? No. Okay. It, no. I, it if it was inhaled, it might. But otherwise, it's mostly just the person passes out and... Uh, their throat swells up, suffocating them to death. Okay. Yeah. So that 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 was my uh, thought. So never mind. <clears throat> you were hoping, you, out of character, you were hoping they were connected. Yes, a lot. <laughs> well, a few hours later, there is uh, another knock on the door. I think it's your turn, Roscoe. Roscoe opens the door. Uh, there's a uh, finely dressed dwarf uh, with a short cut hair and a short trimmed beard. Is uh, hello, my name is Curtis Boyle. I'm here to speak to uh, Flint Therai and Margot. All right, good sir. Would you would you like to come in or would you like to wait here? I'll wait here. Thank you. All right. P- please give me one moment. I will go to where Flint. And I'm, is Margo is Margo with Flint? Yes. Okay. What was the dwarf's name again? Curtis Boyle. Curtis Boyle. Um, Flint and Margo. Flint. Yeah. Um, yep. There's a Mr. Boyle at the door who wishes to speak to you. Both. Uh. Okay. All right. Let's go. <laughs> okay. I very carefully put the put the, you know, jar I was playing with back into my bag very slowly and kind of, you know, get up and go to the door. Uh, you recognize the dwarf from before. Oh, man. He goes, uh, well, it seems as if I, uh, owe you a thank you. One of my lieutenants used money that did not belong to him. To give Ford an unauthorized loan. Awesome. Who's okay. The Irrelevant. It's been handled. All right, that's good. I'm and okay with this. Mr. Humble will be handled soon enough. Okay. Thank you, sir. Awesome. And I'll let you know when it's time for you to pay your debts. And he turns around and walks away. I mean, okay. Uh, well, I mean, I'm not getting shanked in an alley, so I'm okay with this. Do I overhear any of this? Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Once he leaves. And he closes the door and locks it. <laughs> so what was that about debts? I don't know. I mean, we needed information. We needed information. That was it. And, like, apparently we tipped him off that, you know, oh, hey, money that is being handled that is not supposed to be being handled. And now apparently I owe him, and I am afraid. Who Man, was that? Handling? Also. Curtis Boyle. Yeah, From but... family. It's like, it's like Robarth just, like, drops whatever he's currently, like, <laughs> messing with. It's just like, what? Flint is man giggling up, like nervously like Margo's crawling like, on the floor since they're not being very forthcoming information can I make an intelligence check <laughs> to know your crime family 
I'm sorry? Since they're not being very forthcoming with information, can I make an intelligence tr check to see if the name Boyle actually rings a bell? Uh, Boyle will not, but Barbello might. Barbello. I just wanted information. I want to get to the debt of the Barbello you, family. I, you hear me You, you hear me cry. have put yourself in debt to the Barbello family? It wasn't intentional. I'm just Apparently we just tipped him off that, you know, money was going where it was not supposed to go. So he's, he's going gonna... to hand... So he's going to handle it for you, and in exchange for handling that for you, you're now going to handle something for him in the future. Apparently. Oh, God. I mean, yeah. I mean, fair's fair. Margo, Margo, Margo's <laughs> just like, yeah, that's Margo, how basic commerce you know works. The part where you told me not to worry about stuff? This is why I worry about stuff. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> You do realize that being in debt to a crime family is generally considered a bad thing. I mean, you gotta pay your dues, right? I mean, I'm not getting shanked in an alley, so I'm okay. I'm I'm going to live. I'm okay. Like, I just want to live. Ro you Rovar. Flint. Rovar. <laughs> I need a drink. One's on so me. do I. Go get one. It's yes. On me. Okay. <laughs> Before I leave, I, I, I turn to Flint. You are Flint Therai. You are an awesome adventurer. Don't fear people shanking you in alleys. I'm squishy, though. But you are terrifying. And squishy. Whatever. Let's go get we can it. take them out. <laughs> so, yes, me and Rovar are going to go get a drink to um just process all of this. All of this <laughs> new information. That's fair. Alright. Um, <clears throat> then, uh, the next day, well, not the oh. next day. Also, I need to get uh, an item identified. Where would I do that? Um, Flint? Okay. Uh, I will I will show my arrow that I've had marked in inventory since God knows how long as arrow of slang with a question mark and I will ask Flint to identify it. Okay. Oh boy. Um yeah. <laughs> I've had that in there for a very long time. <laughs> Let's see if I can uh answer that question. <laughs> Let's see if I can remember what it came out of. I think we got I it don't last remember. adventure. Uh, probably. There just hasn't been a good time. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Let's see. Level one. Let's see what kind of treasure. Uh, nothing of note. And what about this treasure? Nothing of note. Nope. Uh. I wish I had taken a better note of this. I know those feels. <laughs> <laughs> My entire life. Uh, I probably should have written that down. Okay. Um, I don't think that it came from the last adventure. No, it was from like I think it was from like the first couple of ones. The first adventure, oh, man. or something like that. Uh, uh, castle. Okay. Uh, no, I I'm, I was waiting for the document to load up. Uh, uh, I mean, it can just be a regular arrow. I won't mind. <laughs> well, I'll just have to guess what it is. Yeah, I'm gonna have to guess what it is. I do not know where that arrow came from. <laughs> well, I know I, I know you said it's an arrow <laughs> slang, but you're not sure, so question mark it. It's the arrow of suddenly remembering. Well, if it came from the last adventure, it is Flint will identify it. Actually, hold on. Uh I didn't mean to derail this. Flint, you have to spend a hundred gold because this whole time we've been having you cast the identify spell without the necessary uh, component, material component. Yeah, this 
This is understandable. Okay, I'm good. You only have to talk. spend it once, though, because you don't burn up the, uh... The pearl. The pearl. Stuff. Yeah. Okay, so I'm now short 100 gold. That's okay. I get, I get a fancy object. But it's an arrow of knoll slaying. Cool, I tell him this. Okay. That, that makes sense. That would have been kind of useful earlier, but oh well. Well, the time has passed. Yep. <clears throat> don't don't regret what happened in the past. We have so much to regret. In the present. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> All right. With that out of the way. Yes. Back to, back to what we were doing. So your last adventure ended uh, at the end of Bareth, the first month of the year, which is also the first month of spring. And your current adventure begins on the first uh, Nenhil's Day, Nenhilda's Day, in the third month of the year, which is called Nenhuth. Name, both day and year, named after the dwarven goddess Nenhilda. Um, and the specific day we're starting on is, I don't know, the 7th? But it has been a minimum of 30 days since you guys uh, last played, so everybody needs to spend 30 gold pieces for your lifestyle expenses. How do I do that? Go to her character sheet? Yep. Mm-hmm. You uh, go to the character sheet, and if you scroll down, you'll mm-hmm. see all of your equipment and you'll see your gold. Okay. And you just coming? subtract 30 gold pieces. Okay, cool. Um, and now that that is out of the way. So the most important thing about the fact that it is uh, uh, Nenhilda's Day is the first Nenhilda's Day of Nenhuth is that uh, that is a dwarven holiday that uh, Flint would know about because he was raised by a dwarf. Uh, it's a dwarven holiday that is a celebration of forebears past and present. Parents and parental figures are celebrated during the day with gifts and songs. Ancestors are celebrated afterwards with temporary shines and a massive feast. Uh, your surrogate father who raised you that dwarf only really celebrated the first part of it he didn't really teach you much about the second part this is understandable but it's basically both father and mother's day oh that's so sweet so uh so what, is, what is what is flint doing i mean he's prop like uh he's probably like you know Humming, cleaning, like, uh, cleaning out his shed of, you know, I want to say... Horrors? A... <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Cleaning out a shed of horrors. Like, honestly, he does... <clears throat> like, um, he probably would have been keeping tabs on Elric and where he, you know, was. Because last time, when they split up, er- Elric was in jail. I mean, as far as you know, he's still in jail. Yeah, he's still in jail. I just, you know, so I, I'll send a letter. I mean, are you going to make anything for Rovarth? <laughs> yeah, I can make something for Rovarth. I'll cook him breakfast. Uh, yeah. Rovarth, when you get up, Flint is being extra friendly. And, like, <laughs> nice and accommodating and making sure you're comfortable and all that stuff. What did you do? <laughs> I am so uh, like no I'm just like it's Nunhilda's day no it is well it is Nunhilda's day but Alternach is the holiday you're thinking of it's Alternach do, do I know about this holiday make a history check and actually Margot <laughs> and uh, Roscoe can also make history checks okay hang on we'll definitely do that alright well, I got a 17 Oh, my character sheet won't come. Oh, never mind. I'm, I lied. 
I clicked on the wrong thing. Sweet. Um, history check. I hope I know this one because I like her sign. It's very pretty. 14. Uh, let's see what I got. I mean, oh yeah, Flame would explain it to you if Aww. you asked. I got a six. Well, uh, with a 14 and a 17, Rovarth and Roscoe definitely know what Alternach is. Okay. Or Alternacht. Okay. Uh, but Margot does not. Margot needs to be educated. Okay, so I explained to her. It's, you know, um, it's essentially a day where you celebrate your parents. And apparently your ancestors, but I don't know, we, I only ever really celebrated the first part. It's essentially, you know, you're giving thanks to them for what they've done for you. Oh, so we're celebrating your dad. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Awesome. I'm not your dad. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> that that is the thing that Rovarth and Roscoe have noticed is that uh, Margo keeps referring to Rovarth and Roscoe as Flint's dads uh, this whole month. <laughs> Congrats, you guys adopted, adopted a kid without knowing it. Sir, think about it this way. You're about to get a good breakfast. Okay, fine. I guess for only for today. <laughs> only for today, I'm your father. I mean, just, oh, only good no. breakfast today. Tomorrow, you better pour oatmeal in a boot. <laughs> hey, robot an idiot. This is better what well, they I served mean... us in the trenches. Jesus Christ, Rovarth, I know. <laughs> you have to remind us, God. That's exactly how that would happen. Too. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> For the love of Grand Bella, I know. <laughs> you guys forget it. You're old. You fought in the war. Today is the day that Flint will listen to all of Rovar's war stories. Even though he died inside. And proceeded to be mentally scarred. Oh, God. Even though a third of Rovar's stories end with him dying. Wait a minute. Has he died? <laughs> I mean, probably. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> Why are you using my catchphrase against me? Oh. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Revenge. <laughs> All right. Oh, All just right. you wait. I'm waiting for the perfect don't worry about it moment. So in the <laughs> middle of uh, uh, one of Rovarth's stories where Flint is trying his hardest to look as if he cares and Margot is hiding uh, is, is just kind of like slowly sliding off of the couch and crawling away <laughs> uh, the, there's a knock at the door you enjoy your breakfast Robarf. I'll get it <laughs> I mean it's your breakfast too man please continue on with your story I will immediately leave the room <laughs> <laughs> Roscoe, Get me opens, out of here. Roscoe opens hey. the door. Um, it's a messenger, and he uh, holds out a letter. All right, uh, I give him a copper. All right, he nods and walks off. Yeah. Uh, it's a summons from Lord Betton. Oh man. Uh, okay, in that case, I go to share it with um, Rovarf and Flint. Rovarf, Flint, we got a summon from Lord Betton. I wonder oh, if he's nice. done with the map stone. Uh, it doesn't say. It just requests your presence as soon as you can. I mean, yes. I mean, Flint I mean, just kind of looked up like, oh, sweet, cool thing. Let's do it. Flint goes, I, yes, oh, so thank Grambella. Oh, yes, the, the three of us should probably go answer this as soon as breakfast is done. I mean... Rovarth goes, oh, where was I? Well, we oh, were in yes. the trenches. <laughs> and, and then Roscoe goes, oh, you know what? Actually, we should handle this immediately. Yep. Flint just shoves an entire pancake in yep. his mouth. Roscoe, Roscoe realizes he said three of them and looks at Margo and thinks <laughs> for a moment. Can you behave yourself? I mean, Maybe. Does the, I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> I mean, you're about to meet our boss. Be nice. You're about to meet we our like boss. Qu quite frankly, we meet boss. And quite frankly, you have proven yourself to be quite skilled in certain things. Even though it does cause 
concerns sometimes. We could probably <laughs> use you, and there would be reward involved. You get reward? paid. Paid. Yes. Okay. Let's... Money, I'm down. money, money, money. All right. <laughs> so you guys right. uh, head out. We're going yep, to uh, introduce them to Margo. <laughs> Margo, what they lead you to is a building that is uh, kind of on the border, if there was such a thing, uh, between Tall Town and Gloom Town. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is a massive building. Um, and is it a nice building? It's very nice. Oh, another place that um, I'm actually invited to go in. And it has like some of the windows are clearly stained glass windows. Ooh. I like shiny things. And shortly after knocking on the door, a uh, half-elven woman. Um, she's dressed like a scholar, but the thing that Margot notices immediately is that she doesn't wear shoes. Uh, and she's also only a little bit... Well, I say a little bit. She's only... Uh, she is a little bit more than a foot shorter than Flint. Uh, so she's not quite twice as tall as Margot. Okay. Uh, and she goes, oh, you're here already. It's good to see you again. And you have a new companion. Yes, this is Margot. She, Yigaritz unfortunately had to leave. Margot is our potential new, new partner in these endeavors. Ah, very well. I'm part of the group. Margot gets excited. <laughs> I just when she starts noodle dancing. Yes. So uh, hello, Margot. Damn it. <laughs> hello, Margot. My name is Kaylin Galanadel. It's a pleasure to meet you. I didn't know I was part of the group. I'm excited now. If you'll all come this way. Uh, and she leads you in. Um, Margo, you're not really sure what this place is, but it's just a whole lot of old and occasionally shiny stuff behind <gasps> panes of glass uh, that are clearly okay. on display. Okay. So I have to say if something's out, there might be a problem. She might want to touch it. Now everything's behind a pane of glass. Um, and roscoe rovarth and flint can notice that some of the stuff are or are is whichever uh the things that you guys brought back from castle ghoulrick oh that's that's really neat neat i think i think rovarth's gonna have to come up here one of these days and just look at the collection wait you guys had this treasure you gave it away not really useful to us. I mean, it's shiny. What more use do you need for it? I mean, I would like to, you know, get shiny stuff that I can use to pay for things. I mean, okay. we got paid to deliver it, and it, a lot of it has some important historical significance. Indeed. Oh, God, I'm turning into Roscoe. There's nothing wrong with turning into me. Nerd! No, it's a dad explaining it to a small child. Don't yeah. touch these things. Um... <laughs> So, just like last time, you guys are led back. So, uh, Margot, Kaylin leads you all to a door, a set of double doors marked employees only. And she leads you through the double doors. Um, And those of you that were here before, you see that it's much more organized than the last time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Betton is still sitting at his desk, and he stands up when he sees you all, and he goes, Ah! It's so good to see you again. I, uh, uh, um, it seems as if... What, what happened to Igris? Igris had to leave suddenly. Oh. Well, that's unfortunate. I, I see that you have a new companion. Uh, hello, my name is Lord Daniel Betton, and you are... Margo. It, 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 it's a pleasure to meet you, Margo. It's nice to meet you, too. Uh, Rovarth. Yes. I have identified the map, or I I, I have found out how 
which specific lights to use to access the map on the map stone. I am, however, still deciphering what it is a map to. Understood. Uh, it unfortunately has some very strange landmarks. Strange how? Uh, I don't recognize them. Uh, but map stones are rarely um, uh, geographically accurate. Mm. I see. Uh, but that wasn't why I called all of you here. Um, so, a colleague of mine from Nemgalore has been sending me letters, and uh, they they have requested that I send you all on a bit of an expedition. Expedition for what? Um, first, I want everybody to make history checks. Nineteen. Twenty-one. Nice. The history guy, the person who does history, the person whose whole thing is history got an eight. Mind it? Oh, oh yeah, I did. Okay, I got a five. That makes sense. Well, in Roscoe's defense, Roscoe is specifically a scholar of the Great War. This is true. Uh, and Nemgalore didn't have any larger part in the Great War than anybody else. Uh, but for Flint and Rovarth, you know that Nemgalore, the dwarven kingdom underneath the Dragonspine Mountains to the west of Thar, mm-hmm. uh, is supposedly named after the first dwarf created by Erlgrat, Nenhilda, and Forog. Um, it's one of the oldest kingdoms in the entire world. And supposedly, uh, every dwarven settlement pays a certain amount of fealty to the king or queen of uh, Nemgalore. And in a weird situation, uh, the monarchy is not an inherited title. It is a person chosen by the nobles whenever the previous monarch dies. No, oh, they have a okay. They have a weird form of democracy. No, it's, it's 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 fine. There's there's real world uh, versions of that. I just don't remember the right word for it. Yeah, it's like con- hey, it it's, it's like a form of constitutional monarchy. Yeah. Well, Thar is a constitutional monarchy. Um, but it's more like a gavel kind succession. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, Betton goes, oh, well, the expedition. So a, uh, recently, a cave system was discovered uh, several miles outside of Nemgalore, uh, but it was abandoned um, when the workers noticed uh, Forog's eye uh, carved onto the walls of the caves. Um, and everybody can make a religion check. Real, everybody should know who Forog is, but make a religion check to see if you know why that's significant. Twelve. Well, I rolled a one. Uh, I got a twenty-two. <laughs> I got a one. <laughs> well, Margot and Rovarth know that Forog is one of the Dwarven gods, and that's pretty much it. Um, with a 12, Roscoe knows that Forog is the... Uh, he is the god of darkness and greed. Um, so he's not really worshipped so much as uh, worried about. And Flint, you know that more... Uh, Forog's eye is dangerous. Um, supposedly, according to legends, whoever follows a tunnel marked with Forog's eye will find themselves in the Vray Caverns, which is a demiplane in the void that Forog uh, controls. Oh, man. I mean, that's legend, but it's part of the uh, Dwarven religion. 
uh, I'm gonna tell everyone else that, like, I, I can understand why, like, it's, it's rumored that if you follow a tunnel that his eye, that his eye has marked, he'll end up in the Bray Caverns. He controls it. Well then, let's just scratch off the eye. I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> um, I mean, if you scratch an eye, it can't see anymore, right? <clears throat> Put a post-it note on it. Miss um, <laughs> Margot, it's more of a um, metaphor. Now, the the uh, Flint is, is very correct. It is a belief amongst uh, that the religions of Aerograt and Nenhilda that Forog marks passageways to his realm with his eye. Uh, however, we know that to be untrue. But many dwarves in Nemgalore are not willing to take that risk. Uh, according to some reports, these caverns are actually tunnels, carved tunnels. And um, Queen Bernhilda Nussbaum uh, wants them explored, but is hesitant to order anyone to do so. Um, f for this, I am willing to pay you 300 gold pieces each to negotiate terms with the Nemgaloran government. Uh, they, they have already said they are willing to part with some of their artifacts for our museum, uh, but I would like Roscoe to negotiate the specific artifacts, and um, if you find anything else of value, I'm certain that it it you will be able to negotiate upon that as well. I understand. I ac I accept the assignment. Is the assignment to go in the cabin? Possibly. I mean, it depends on what deal we make with them. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously, I agree. I don't... Do, do, do. All right. Oh, no. That's not the map I wanted. Because, um, oh, well, uh, excellent. So... As before, I will cover your lightning rail tickets, um, but once you reach the last station for the lightning rail, I'm afraid you'll have to pay for all of your expenses on your own. Uh, they aren't likely to accept my banknotes that far out into the kingdom. I understand. That's understandable. But, it, but we appreciate the assistance you are able to give. Uh, yes. We are. And I will be c covering your uh, tickets to Monral. Is that... I mean, that's where we need to go, right? Not all the way, but a decent distance. So, Monral is about 20 miles from the border of Thar. And from Monral, you have about 300 miles to travel before you get to the gates of Nemgalore. Or so, I was wrong. So, we're basically catching a ride halfway there? Living on a prayer, yes. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I so, mean, the lightning rails... Does the lightning rails... rail not travel all the way? No. Okay. Uh, the lightning rails don't exist outside of Thar. Okay. Correct. Uh, Thar is so far the only kingdom with a train system. So basically, that we're going to go. Basically, we're going to go to the border of Thar and then walk from there. Yeah. Not walk, but travel from there. Can we get a pony? There should be a good assumption thing to get. Okay. Uh, and there's Nimgalore. Okay. Let's spring for a war horse this time. Oh, oh find the same horse we had earlier? <laughs> I, I... <laughs> you know what? If you guys are willing... If you guys are willing to spend 100 gold, I will say that you have kept that same horse, that same draft horse, 
uh, stabled this whole time. I will do that right now. I'm paying for that. I know I wasn't a part of this party, but I, 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 I will pay for it, of course. I mean, I already spent my gold. I already did? Okay, cool. Yes. <laughs> you normally do with your horse. money. <laughs> well, cause I've been, I've been, I've been slowly trading for the horse to be war horse. That's cool. Off days. That's cool. All right. It was well, a piece of horse. Walk back to prepare for battle. It was. Grading it. <laughs> it killed like three it's now, zombies. <laughs> it's now a total war horse. <laughs> I love this. It's the murder horse from Skyrim. <laughs> I mean, yes, we are, we've established that it is. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so, <clears throat> you guys... So, uh, in all likelihood, Margot has never uh, traveled on the lightning rail. I was about to oh, say God. that. I'm so excited. Oh, no. Um, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> If you noodle dance the entire trip, I swear. Her eyes are going to get so big. She's going to be holding Flint's hand like, oh my gosh. It's actually very exciting. So it takes... Um, 30 miles an hour. Does it shoot off like a roller coaster? No. Uh, no, it's only about as fast as a steam engine, so it only moves like 30 miles an hour. I was about to get really excited. To be fair, it's still really fast. Yeah, to be fair, I mean, the fastest fast, the but... fastest Margo has ever gone is probably fifteen miles an hour. Oh, cool! Um, she's gonna feel like she's on a roller coaster then. Yeah. Um, yes. Actually, I want Margo to make a Constitution save. What does oh, that God. mean? So what at the top of your mean? at the top of your character sheet, you'll see happen? your saves, and you're going to okay. click on Constitution. It's probably to see whether or not you was vomit. It again? At the top of your character sheet. Okay. All right. Here we go. Okay. Hang on. I got a 16. Okay. You you don't throw up. Oh, that's the thing that can happen? Well, because I say so, yeah. Oh, okay. You're rude. You're just so, you're just so excited. It, your body doesn't know what to do. Well, it's also, you know, you're going that fast for the first time. By your perspective, everything out the window is blurring by. It's motion motion sickness. It's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't have that, though, so she's just noodle dancing. And Uh, happy sounds. (laughs) I just imagine some people walking and going, what's that here? And there's just an otterkin noodle dancing. Like, actually, what's it elsewhere? Uh, I just picture her, like... Putting her hands up against the glass, dancing, and also making otter snappy sounds. <laughs> you have your whole face pressed up against the glass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? On that note, this episode is over. Plug your pluggables. I I have a Twitter and an Instagram. Um, Elvenly underscore E. The E at the end and beginning are capitalized. I post art. I ramble about things. Have a day. Have I a have day. a YouTube, which is just Ethan Space Drake, where I record me playing various Let's Plays of games that are roleplay oriented, like you know, uh, isometric RPGs. Yeah. First, Jarius underscore Jer on Twitter. I do wrestling, cute animal pictures, sometimes post my outfits and bad jokes. Also, Jerry Jerry, quite contrary on Instagram. I post cute animal pictures, me in cosplay, food, and that's about it. And this will be the last time I mention it. I have a short story out in HCS Publishing, Dark and Stormy Collection. There's 16 stories, all of them are different themes, all of them begin with Dark and Stormy. You should read mine and then read the other 15. Thank you so much. Um, you can find me on Instagram at ashleym.scba. And I post uh, cosplay, uh, progress photos, and cosplay costumes on there mostly. And I've been your host, Eli. You can find me fighting God. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.
thank you for listening to this part of our tale, Traveler. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever else fine pods are cast. You can find us online at WePlayRPGsPodcast.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, and on Patreon at WePlayRPGsPodcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive. I've been the audio engineer of this episode, Amanda Pavic. You can find me on all social medias at Ahoy Lovey, that's A-H-O-Y-L-U-V-Y, and also on Twitch.